Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Germany. Practitioners of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, held a candlelight vigil in Nuremberg on December 10th, International Human Rights Day. They commemorated practitioners who had been tortured to death in China, exposed the crimes of live organ harvesting by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and called on people of the West to acknowledge the ongoing persecution in China. Nuremberg was previously one of Hitler's base camps, and after World War II, Nazi war criminals were tried there. A monument called the Way of Human Rights has since been erected in the city. It consists of 27 pillars, each bearing an article of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, engraved in German and other languages. Many tourists who visited Nuremberg's Christmas market stopped to read the information about Falun Dafa. Some people spoke to practitioners and signed a petition calling for an end to the persecution. Japan, Shenyan Performing Arts kicked off its 2024 season at the Nagoya Congress Center in Nagoya, Japan on December 22nd with four performances by the Shenyan New York Company during its three-day stay. Shenyan's seven other touring companies have also launched their first-of-the-season performances in Italy, the United Kingdom, and the United States in late December. Audience members were clearly impressed by their Shenyan experience. Among them were maintenance company chairman Toshuji Imazu, who said, it was a touching and unforgettable experience that I will keep deep in my heart. Health and Beauty Company director Yoshiko Saito commented, Every artist was outstanding. They were expressing the greatness of their own national culture. These are very valuable messages. Acupuncture clinic director Yasunori Kosaka referred to the performance as full of hope and power. He said, Humankind is supposed to have a kind heart. I hope people believe in the innate kindness in their heart. Spain. Las Palmas is a Spanish city and the capital of Gran Canaria, one of the Canary Islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Falun Gong practitioners held a signature drive there every weekend this year to raise awareness of the CCP's decades-long brutal persecution of Falun Gong. A growing number of locals have learned the facts about Falun Gong and have signed a petition condemning the CCP's harvesting of organs from illegally imprisoned practitioners in China. Falun Gong practitioners demonstrated the exercises at Atlantic Garden Plaza on November 17th. The peace and tranquility displayed by the practitioners drew the curious eyes of many passers-by on hand for a Christmas-related event. Some people asked about learning the exercises and for the location 
of the group practice site to receive free instruction. Hawaii, USA. The sixth Christmas market event, Melakali Kamaka Marketplace, was held at the exhibition hall of the Neil Blaisdell Center in Honolulu on December 16th and 17th. Over 200 vendors showcased local foods, Hawaiian products, gifts, books, apparel, jewelry, and crafts. Practitioners introduced Falandafa and the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance to the shoppers at the event. They also demonstrated the five exercises on stage. Some event attendees expressed an interest in learning the practice and were pleased that it is offered for free. The Minghui International publication, as well as bookmarks and flyers with information about Falandafa, were offered to booth visitors. A woman from China quit her membership in the communist youth organization, the Young Pioneers, after attentively watching a video introduction to Falandafa and learning about the CCP's persecution and its ongoing crime of organ harvesting from living practitioners. India Falandafa practitioners in India participated in the 26th Kochi International Book Festival in Kerala, held from December 1st to December 10th. This was Kerala's largest fair and is considered to be India's most renowned literary event. It attracted around 100,000 attendees and connected readers of various ages and backgrounds with writers, publishers, and booksellers in India and internationally. This was the second time that practitioners introduced Falandafa at the annual event, and they were well received. The practice's two main books, Juan Fallen and Falun Gong, both translated into the Indian Malayalam language, were displayed and sold for the first time at the fair. Radio Kochi interviewed practitioners during the book festival and broadcasted a report about Falandafa. Local politicians visited the booth and expressed support. Some people said that they learned the Falandafa exercises online and attended the fair for in-person instruction. Bulgaria. Practitioners of Falandafa assembled in front of the Chinese embassy in the city of Sofia on December 12th to raise awareness of the CCP's persecution of the practice. They displayed truth clarification banners across the street from the embassy, hoping embassy employees would see them and distance themselves from the persecution. The signs were written in Bulgarian, English, and Chinese, and contained the messages, Stop the Forced Organ Harvesting from Falun Gong Practitioners in China, SOS for the Victims, and Stop the Forced Organ Harvesting, and Falun Dafa, a traditional method for cultivating mind and body. Some practitioners did the Falun Dafa exercises on the sidewalk in front of the embassy while others handed out informational leaflets to passers-by near the building's main entrance. Many people chatted with practitioners, and some took photos with practitioners, demonstrating their solidarity. Ireland Falandafa practitioners in the capital city of Dublin introduced the practice to the public and raised awareness of the CCP's ongoing persecution with the signature drive on December 16th. A passerby, Councillor Jim Codd of County Wexford, 
said he was pleased that his district had passed a resolution calling on the Irish government to ratify the Council of Europe Convention Against Trafficking in Human Organs as soon as possible. The resolution also called on the Irish government to demand the Chinese communist regime immediately stop the crime of organ harvesting from Falun Gong practitioners and release all practitioners illegally imprisoned. This matched the values expressed by many people. A woman from Italy named Miranda said that if people knew about this persecution, they would help stop it. She said, when people can look inward and feel their hearts, they will know what is right. This is intuition everyone has. The following are selected cases of persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China. Mr. Wang Zhizhou, a 74-year-old man from Hunan province, died on October 4, 2023, while serving three and a half years in the Xingmi city prison for his faith in Falun Gong. A once healthy man, Mr. Wang was abused until he became severely ill in September 2023, Yet the prison authorities never rendered him any medical care. They did not take him to the hospital until 10 minutes after his passing. The authorities then declared that Mr. Wong died of natural causes. The autopsy report stated that Mr. Wong suddenly lost consciousness and was found to have heart disease and high blood pressure. However, his family said that he had always been healthy since he took up Falun Gong decades ago and that he had no medical history of heart disease. They were outraged that the prison never notified the family of Mr. Wong's condition, had not provided treatment for him, nor released him on medical parole. His death was entirely avoidable, yet the prison's lack of action killed him. A married couple in Hubei province stood trial on November 10th for their shared faith in Falun Gong. They maintained that they didn't violate any law in practicing their faith or distributing information to expose the Chinese Communist regime's persecution of Falun Gong. The judge adjourned the session without issuing a verdict. Ms. Zhang Jingchong and her husband, Mr. Wang Zugro, were arrested in the morning of May 10, 2023. The police snatched their keys, broke into their home, and confiscated their Falun Gong books, informational materials, and two cell phones. Months before the couple's arrest, the police installed a surveillance camera in the apartment building facing theirs in order to monitor their daily activities. In the past 24 years, the couple have been repeatedly arrested, detained, and tortured. Ms. Zong once suffered a ruptured ovary and passed out due to excessive bleeding from being beaten while in prison. Mr. Jiang Xuefu from Hebei province is facing trial for his faith in Falun Gong. He was arrested in July 2023 and had his case submitted to the procuratorate two months later. He is now awaiting trial 
at the Sanhe City Detention Center. Mr. Zhang taught both elementary school and middle school before starting his own private school, which now boasts three campuses. He credits Falun Gong for giving him a big heart and curing his facial paralysis after he took up the practice in 2015. As such, he distributed Falun Gong informational materials to inform the public that Falun Gong was nothing like what is depicted in the communist regime's hate propaganda. Local police arrested him in July 2023. Since his arrest, over 100 locals signed a petition calling for his immediate and unconditional release. Ms. Jin Min, a 56-year-old from Jilin province, is serving a six-year term for practicing Falun Gong. She was tortured so badly in prison that she lost the ability to talk. She also developed various other medical conditions. Ms. Jin was arrested on September 11, 2020, for telling a taxi driver about the communist regime's persecution of Falun Gong. She was sentenced to Jilin Province Women's Prison in August 2022. Her family was not allowed to visit her until seven months later in March 2023. They were shocked and heartbroken to see that she had lost the ability to talk. They requested she be released on medical parole, but it was denied. After the visit, Miss Jin's sister submitted information about her persecution to the Mingwei website. When the prison authorities found out, they banned the sister from visiting Ms. Jin. Falandafa practitioners express their gratitude and wish Master Lee a happy new year. With the New Year holiday fast approaching, countless good wishes flowed from the hearts and mouths of Falandafa practitioners worldwide for the practice's founder, Master Lee Hongzhi. Many groups of practitioners gathered across the globe to celebrate the occasion. These mentioned are just a small fraction of the events that took place. They provide a quick glimpse of the celebratory activities held in the countries of Canada, Taiwan, and the U.S. In Taiwan, practitioners assembled in the cities of Hualien, Kaohsiung, and Chai to express New Year's greetings to Master. Practitioners from Taoyuan, Xingtu, Xingtu County, and Miaoli County in northwest Taiwan also gathered in the city of Taoyuan to honor their teacher. Falandafa practitioners from Toronto, Canada, as well as several regions in Quebec province that included the city of Montreal, the city of Quebec, the city of Sherbrooke, and the city of St. Adrian, assembled for festivities. In the United States, dozens of practitioners gathered at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley near Los Angeles, California to celebrate. The outflowing of gratitude from Falandafa practitioners was expressed in various ways. Some practitioners distributed information and told passers-by about Falandafa, the principles and the health benefits of the practice. Some groups shared FA study, did group exercises, and spoke of their cultivation experiences. Many practitioners pressed their palms together and joyfully said, 
Happy New Year, Master. Thank you, Master. Falandafa is good. Or truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. In unison. They often affirmed that they wanted to tell the public about the extraordinary nature of Falandafa and hoped that more people would discover their predestined relationship with it. Practitioners frequently shared their cultivation experiences to express their gratitude to Master and encourage others. In Taiwan, 32-year-old Yu Kai is a business counselor. When he was a child, his family practiced Falun Dafa, but he drifted away from the practice. He said that from the moment he resumed cultivation, the positive energy helped him. He learned how to look within for his own shortcomings and eliminated the notions that entangled him layer by layer. He also learned to treat this modern life with a calm and steady mind. Yukai said, I thank Master for brightening me with his magnanimous and vast benevolence. Maud Berthelet, originally from France, now resides in Montreal, Canada. Over the past 15 years of practicing Falandafa, she has deeply realized that the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance of Falandafa can improve life in a kind and selfless direction. She said, Through practicing, I now have a clear mind and the strength to examine deeply in my own heart. I can discern what is the real me and what is not, and my heart has become purer and simpler. In California, Ike Oyang recounted how his family began practicing Falun Dafa. He said, My mother, who was in Germany at the time, saw the propaganda news from China, which defamed Falun Dafa. She said she did not like it and sought Falun Dafa books to read. She decided to start practicing, and two years later my father joined her. His father was later severely injured, and the doctor said that he'd have difficulties for the rest of his life. Two weeks later, the doctor discharged his father, saying that he had recovered. Ouyang said, I saw a miracle happen to my father. When the young man was 17 years old, he had to decide what to do with his life. He realized that practicing Falun Dafa was most important. Canadian practitioner Christina gathered with fellow practitioners in Toronto. She wished Master a Happy New Year and said, In the vast universe, my existence is like an insignificant little particle. But Master cherishes and protects each of us little particles. Thank you, Master, for bringing me ashore from the sea of suffering. Improving Together Through Sharing Cultivation Experiences in Singapore The 2023 Singapore Falun Dafa Experience Sharing Conference took place on December 25th. Practitioners from Singapore, Malaysia, Vietnam, and the United States said they learned from each other and identified how to improve in their cultivation. Eighteen practitioners spoke on stage during the conference. Some described how they looked within and followed the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance in their daily lives. Some reported having miraculous experiences after they began to practice Falun Dafa, and some discussed the importance of overcoming fear when clarifying the truth. Young practitioners from the Mingwei School also recited poems from Master Li's book, Hong Yin. 
Victor is an internet consultant who specializes in security. A co-worker introduced him to Falun Dafa. Victor said that he was really moved by Master Lee's video lectures and saw that the CCP's so-called news reports were lies. The insomnia that bothered him for years disappeared overnight. He also experienced numerous phenomena described in Juan Fallen, the main book of Fallen Dafa, including opening the celestial eye and the heavenly circuit. Victor participated in the promotion of Ganjing World and launched his own online channel. During the process, he felt the same urgency to awaken sentient beings that he had during his initial years of obtaining the Fa. Victor explained, During my sleep, I could feel myself elevating again, which I had not experienced for a long time. New practitioner Eva recalled her joy when she found Falun Dafa seven months ago. She offered, I felt like I was reborn. The feeling was so real as if I had been sleeping for thousands of years or millions of years. She reported reading Master Lee's new lectures, How Humankind Came to Be, and Why the Creator Seeks to Save All Life many times, and said that the word creator awakened her. Eva recounted, It was a feeling of freedom and liberation after the restraint on my heart was removed. I found my true self. Eva said she was filled with joy and determination. She found Falun Dafa in this lifetime. Practitioner Gary immediately realized at the start of the COVID pandemic that the CCP covered up the truth and was deceiving the world again. He decided to start his own media channel to offer truth. Four years have passed, and Gary is very thankful that Falun Dafa and Master gave him wisdom to succeed. As a Dafa practitioner living in the far rectification period, he was able to let go of fear and continue moving forward while improving himself. Many conference attendees said they learned a lot at the event. Among them was Din from Vietnam, who said he started practicing Falun Dafa in Singapore. He was touched that practitioners in China remained diligent even after decades of persecution. He remembered that one practitioner talked about a fundamental attachment he had when he started to practice— that of the desire to leave the three realms and avoid suffering. Din said he also had a similar attachment. He said, It made some of my truth clarification projects suffer a bit. This is a dangerous attachment. This conference helped me see a gap in my cultivation, and I need to move forward more diligently. He added that when listening to fellow practitioners sharing, he felt some of his attachments and bad substances being pushed out of himself. Din affirmed, The Fa Conference helps me be more steadfast in my cultivation and will help me maintain a pure heart on the next steps of my journey.
Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.